Hello and welcome to Potluck Personas with me, Katie Eden-Todd. In this series, we explore the unique persona archetype life maps of guests from all over the world. We discover the six personas in their map and hear how their maps have helped them answer, who am I and what am I here for? They'll reveal their struggles, contradictions, dreams and vision for their lives. Let's meet today's guest. Welcome, Lisa, a primary peacock. Darling, lovely to have you. Hi, Katie. How are you? I'm uh, good. I'm loving doing these interviews. I tell you what, this is the most fun I've had in a long time. You weren't too reticent about coming on, were you, Lisa? <laughs> Look, I, I uh, that's okay. I can do it for you, Katie. <laughs> well, primary peacock, it's not like being centre stage is difficult. No, that's right. Being, being primary peacock, I do like the action. I do like uh, being in the limelight. Um, I do like uh, face-to-face. Yes. Um, I find it, um, the videoing is interesting. <laughs> but um, I like, normally, I love a crowd. I like yes. the bright lights. <laughs> you do. You do. So before we get into your map, tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're from. Okay, my name's um, Lisa. I've uh, grown up in Western Australia. I was originally from the country and lived in a little country town. I now live in the city. I've been hairdressing since I'm 14, so I've now been hairdressing for 40 years. Wow. I'm very, very very fortunate that hairdressing has taken me all over the world. I have been to done hair in London, Paris, Los Angeles, uh, New York, and lots of places through Asia, and done movies in Hollywood, and I do like the bright lights and glamour of hairdressing, Um, very much so. Yeah. Uh, I'm married and have, I'm married for the second time, (laughs) I have a 16-year-old son. Yeah. Great. Thank you. So you've had a really interesting uh, life, that's for sure. And you've been a go-getter, Lisa. We can just hear that. You haven't, if you've decided you wanted something, you've gone for it and you've loved it. That's correct. Yeah. All right. Let's hear your map, darling. Just tell us from one to six, what are Lisa's personas? Okay. My map is uh, (laughs) uh, peacock, then lion. Beaver, raven, sparrow, <laughs> and then hot swan. So really light. So, <laughs> really, really um, fairly intense, Matt. Yeah. Most people um, run a mile. <laughs> Do they really? Is that is that your experience, Lisa? I find that uh, that my personality can be. Um, can be threatening for people, can be too intense. And it's not my intention to be too intense, Yeah. but um, I come across that way to a lot of people, yes. Yeah. And, yes. and what happens inside of you when that you experience being too much? I feel very lost and sad. Yeah. They're very hurt because I put in a lot of effort to, to actually 
try to be nice to people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I really do. Yeah, and, really and do. connect to people. Like you really want to connect with them on a, yeah. even though you're primary peacock, you've got a raven underneath that. So you want to have a deeper connection than maybe people realise? That's correct. Yeah, definitely. I, I do. I do like to have connections with people. And I put myself out there to to do that, but sometimes that comes back and bites me. Yeah. And then does that make you feel like you have to hold quite a bit of yourself back quite a lot of the time? I have learnt to do that until, yes, I've learnt to do that until I really trust people because I've been hurt a lot of times. Yeah. A lot of times. Would people realise how, how hurt you were, darling? No. Generally speaking, no. I don't show those emotions to very many people. No. At all. At all. So yeah. it can get quite lonely, I imagine, Lisa, because when you've got a very big map and big energies and we're born with them, it's not like you can change them, say, I'll just put this one in here and take that one out. It doesn't work. Okay. And if you try and squash a persona, all that will happen is it will come out in child and shadow because it doesn't appreciate it. This is part of you. You've, we've got to learn how to make this recipe of six herbs and spices. We've got to make that work. We've got to find a way to, to marry and come together. And if we try and block parts of ourselves, it's never a pretty picture. But I can imagine having a pretty big map myself that there's very few places where I can feel I can just fully be myself. That's correct. Yeah. It's, um, and I've, I've used lots in the past. I've used uh, um, probably all, all the things that you shouldn't <laughs> to like alcohol, um, et cetera, to bring down those barriers for me. Yeah. And even then it can be um, still challenging for people. Yes. Still yes. very challenging. Um, they, they call me bossy. <laughs> lots of people call me bossy. Lots of people call me, uh, my husband calls me Queenie because he reckons I'm the queen of everything. <laughs> and, yeah. and he and and I am the one that must be obeyed. <laughs> and I don't necessarily try to come across that way, but it just happens. <laughs> so can you see in your personas which ones are behaving like that, how, how that comes across? I definitely. I think Lion is um, fairly strong. Lion is very strong. And I think Peacock also is a very um, entitled um, persona. And I think, and then I've got Beaver 3, and Beaver is is about being busy, but some people that aren't in that same feeling of wanting to be as busy as I am can find my busyness annoying. Yes. Very annoying. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But then you've got Raven underneath there where I actually do really, really, really enjoy deep connections with people. And I've found that I've 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 lived a very full life. Um, I now have a child and I've sold my big salon. Um and I now work on my own one-on-one with people. And I find that that works really, really a lot better for me to be within an energy of just my own and my client. Yep. Therefore, I can 
I actually build those connections a lot more now than I ever did when I had a very large business. When I had a large business and 16 staff, I had a lot of people always interrupting me and I don't think that my energy could be calm enough. Yes. For where it needed to be. So that's a very big change that you've made. Let's go back to the beginning. I love how you're pulling your map together. That just makes so much sense. So what do you love about your peacock? What's your peacock really all about? And how might your peacock have got you into trouble, Lisa? Being your number one and touching all the other personas you have, it is the headlights of your life. So talk to me about your peacock. Well, you can see my pink hair. Yep. Unfortunately, <laughs> people are only listening to this, so they can't see your pink hair. But oh, right. Okay. Well, my peacock um, uh, holds strong in me in a very visual, visual way. Yes. I, being a hairdresser, I'm all about colour. I'm about um, I, I can't cope without having my uh, long nails and my my beautiful lashes and my, and my coloured hair. I've had coloured hair for 50, 40 years. Wow. Um, and, but I think Peacock can come across at, in a negative way when I was younger, being a Peacock and then lion, I came across as very egotistical. Um, I, I was flamboyant. I would wear things that people would never even dream of wearing. Yeah. Um, I, I also was very, very successful in my business. Um, and so I probably didn't treat people the way that I would now look back on. And I have good friends from the time when my ego was that bad and they laugh at me about it now. We can have drinks and have a laugh. Um, but being a peacock and then lion, I found that I pushed myself to the absolute nth degree to make my business successful and to make people notice me. Yeah. And I would do it to the detriment of my own health. Yes. Um, yes. To, to go beyond the means of looking after your body, just to create get the area that you actually wanted to get to or the 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 pinnacles that you wanted to reach and you would push yourself and you would push yourself oh well I pushed myself to a degree where I didn't really respect other people to get where I was going yeah as much as I would like to think I would now yeah uh, at an older age when I'm hopefully in more um adult than child yes. yeah yeah so the, and, the peacock's all about style and beauty and but it's also about mentoring people to be confident in their own self and their own style and, and have the courage to express that, don't you think, Lisa? Absolutely. And I think that's come across a lot in my hairdressing. Yeah. Um, because I not only have I mentored and helped my clients on an individual basis, but I think over my years of hairdressing, I have mentored many, many, many thousands of hairdressers to, to bring their personality out and to show the, their own personality and go with the strength to try something new. Yeah. And I think that also comes across in all of my friendships now. I, I attract people to me that would like to just stand out a little bit more. Yeah. I, I do have some quiet friends, but generally speaking, most of my friends look to me to 
bring the party, to excite everyone, yes. to bring the colour and step it up a level. Yep. People still to this day say, Lisa, the party's not the same if you're not there. Do you know what I mean? Or the dinner party or the... Because I do bring a, a, a confidence and energy that is let's have fun. Yeah. And it's more than that. There's a performer in every peacock. There's a confident, captivating performer who loves the stage, is a real extrovert and loves to do that. And you can be very witty and outrageous and people just find that exciting to be around. Just briefly... How has your peacock got you into trouble, darling? Well, that energy and that excitement and that quick-wittedness, and th that takes a lot of personal energy, ah. a lot of personal energy. And if you don't, I've learnt over the years, still learning, um, if you don't allow, if I don't allow myself personally to have shutdown times where I don't expel that energy and I actually keep some of the energy for myself, I can give it out so much that, number one, I it's detriment to my health, yep. as in then my body shuts itself down to rest. And two, I probably have spent too much money at times on things that I probably couldn't afford because I had to have them. Yes. And they were they were more important than the thought of not having money. It was more important for the look of how I was going to, what I was going to wear or whether it was the car I was driving or the shirt that I had to have or the handbag or the earrings or the, you know, it, it, it does sound very superficial, but at different times in my life, those things have been so important to me that it's been financially not a positive for me. That's an understatement. Not a, positive, <laughs> yes. not a positive, quite toxic. So <laughs> at that time, the glamour mask and fitting in with the image and getting yourself just right out in the world, I always find with peacocks uh, that they can go a long way in the world because our world's very attuned to peacock, though that is changing. But other personas then get neglected because the peacock just bloody dominates your map, your life. It does. It does, Totally. Totally yeah. takes over. Yeah. And I've, I've got to be really aware to, especially in my map, allowing the space and the energy for my raven to come through because my raven's very, very strong. And it's sort of, well, as people that know the mapping system will know, it's in number four, which is my secret. And I've only at my age now am probably allowing more and more and more people to be aware of my spirituality and my understanding and my the fact that I just know things yeah whereas I used to use that knowing in a very peacock way where I would tell people things that possibly they weren't ready to hear but it made me look good yep, yep. and that again that's not necessarily positive that's that's... No, definitely not. This is definitely not. But and definitely not for the other people. <laughs> no, definitely not for the other people. And, no. then, and then sets up the thing that makes you too much and people not wanting you and then you get to be in that lonely place of pain but not showing anyone. So we can see how personas combine together to get us into trouble in the same way again and again and again. So you're yes. seeing that now, Lisa, now that you have 
your soul map and you're not being the peacock personality to the exclusion of most other things, we're allowing, do you feel in your life, you're allowing some deeper parts of yourself, some room to breathe? Absolutely. I think very much so. I think this is where the mapping and just knowing my map has helped my whole being so much in that I understand that I'm peacock and it is very important for me still to, you know, I, I like to wear nice clothes, but I don't have to wear Louis Vuitton to have nice clothes. Nice. Um, and, I, and I can um, still aim to be the best that I can be, but it doesn't have to be on the stage in London. Yeah. I, I can um, actually, I've found a lot of solace in actually bringing up my own son and putting energy into him and making my own space at home um, a lot more comfortable for me to live in. Yes. And it has given me a great deal of inner peace and I now am more aware of the people that I give all my energy to, whereas in the past it would be, there would be no stopping. It would be for everybody. Yes. It would be. Yes. It would be for everybody because I'd be trying to give that energy out and get all these people, but I'm more selective now because I understand my map system in that Peacock is a dominant and it's not in number one for me and number two being Lion also, that backs it up. Mm -hmm. um, and number three being Beaver, I can just work myself literally to death yes. in keeping those first two personas so strong. Yes. But introducing my raven is actually um, helped me. Well, I've always had this underlying yes. knowing and spirituality, but I didn't understand where or why or how. I've done many courses over the years, just a little putting my toe in. Mm -hmm. But now mm -hmm. I understand my raven can help me so much in my understanding of um, who are the right people to give my energy to rather than giving it to everybody? Yeah. It's, it, it's brought a real inner peace for me. Oh, that's a wonderful thing to hear because it is exhausting when we get stuck in our personality roles, our personality identity. And so for the peacock, it is I'll be the life of the party, you know, I'll be the sparkling one all the time. But that isn't um, authentic because there are days you don't feel like the life of the party you are not feeling sparkly you are not feeling hilarious you are feeling whatever but peacocks don't show that vulnerability to the world they just turn that role on and it's a jail and so we're, we're taking that away and I think what you're describing here Lisa is how by bringing your raven in which you always knew you had but you couldn't have defined it in those terms and seeing how central it is as your secret identity, it's changing the focus of the compass for your peacock. It's not on shallow peacock child, material, wealth, success, living the life, which anyone with peacock one is going to go to. It is going to be compulsive. There's no judgment with these personas. You are going to be drawn there. And the journey of life is to learn, now what's my true focus for my peacock? And it sounds like that's what you've been finding, like a more grounded inner peace focus on no this is how my peacock wants to be and it's with a raven foundation yeah absolutely my, my compass has really realigned since doing my mapping it's re realigned to understand 
to give me the positivity out of being peacock rather than yeah. it, it because it can take over and it can be very negative. And yeah. it's not just negative for other people. It can be very negative for me yeah. and detrimental to me. And so that's the positivity that I've now got by realigning my compass so that I look after myself more. Yeah. And in, in doing that, I actually am looking after all the people I come in contact with because if I'm more centred and more balanced and more even, I can then recognise the people that I can actually give that positivity to and it helps them rather than thinking I know everything about everybody and just going, right, you this, you that. And um, that isn't always helpful no so, so that sets up the loneliness and the alienation and, and it's like thank god you found the keys to learn to stop setting that up for yourself and to be inflicting that on others because it's not what your heart wants to do it's just a default setting so the lion too we've sort of covered it but I'll, that's the queen energy i'm the king i'm the queen i'm the one in charge it's my way of the highway but also Line two is very manic and driven about and ambitious and get out of my way. I've got a quest and I will conquer the world. Thank you very much. And we heard that at the start with your story, Lisa. But underneath in the in the line, I think there's real generosity and a willingness to sacrifice a lot to try and contribute something that will make a positive difference to people. So a part of you underneath would have been feeling, as I know I have, devastated when our impact was not positive it was destructive and we've wanted to turn that around it takes decades to learn how to do it though doesn't it it has taken decades because i i do have that drive i mean as you heard i've worked all over the world and i've conquered the biggest goals that i could ever have for myself which in was fantastic yeah. Yeah. in my field and and i'm very fortunate and I was in the right place at the right time and I believe that my line helped me get to those right places at the right time. And it was my line peacock that allowed me to meet the right people to be in the right place at the right time. That's right. So I'm very, very lucky with those. I think that my lion has a big heart. My, my lion still does have a very big heart. Yeah. And, yes, it really, really, really used to hurt me when I thought that I knew everything <laughs> and I am generous with my time and my energy and and as you say it's it does come across as a positive energy for well now hopefully 90% of people yeah. or even 99 yeah. but in the past I would think I was giving out 100% of positive energy but a lot of people didn't actually appreciate it or or get what I was trying to give them. And, and and let's face it, both of us being lying too, we had so much ego there and arrogance, we couldn't see how we were being superior and entitled and actually putting people down when we thought we were being generous. That's right. And and that's the thing, is you think you're being generous. Yeah. But it but when it's coming from a point of ego or or child, mm. it's it's not it's not generous. It's not nice. No, it's and, not and and you can be seen as a um, a nasty cow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bit of a bitch, a bit of a tyrant. Oh no, a lot of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, my very good friend now, 
can actually say that to me. And if I am getting too far that way, they actually, I have very good friends now that will say, settle down. (laughs) (laughs) Chill out. That's all right. We don't say you're in child peacock because that won't go down well or you're in child lion, but settle down. Yeah, I get the message. I'd die inside if someone said that to me. I'd just go, oh, fuck, I've done it again. I'm too much. Let's move on to beaver three in relationships, beaver. So I'm looking at the work ethic here. So peacock and lion are very much of the royal court and I want the five-star, 1% lifestyle. Thank you all the same. And the beaver cracks the whip and says, well, we're going to work. So you've, you will have had really extreme workaholic uh, periods in your life, Lisa? I still think I'm dealing with it, Katie. <laughs> to, to this day, I'm still constantly working on pulling back and and realising, because I think my beaver just, I, I can, I, I can push myself to a point of absolute you do. exhaustion, exhaustion, where I'm, where I'm actually cactus. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't work. I can't work at all. And that's that's the beaver. And still to this day, I still am readdressing and and trying to get a hold of that innate ability to just keep working, 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 working. And it's not necessary. I, I, I know now, because my raven's helping me understand that it's not necessary to be busy for every minute of every hour of every day that I'm awake. (laughs) Isn't it it interesting? Can I just jump in there and say, because it's in relationships for you, so this is very beaver what you're talking about, but I'd like to point out to our listeners that hear how the combinations of personas can amp up some traits in another persona. So a manic lion and a peacock who wants the lifestyle amps up your beaver to be even a stronger worker than maybe other personas on top of beaver would be. And it's in relationships, Lisa. So I'm thinking if you're busy all the time, what's your availability and warmth like in relationships when you're in beaver child? It's very difficult and I don't and I don't probably give enough to my most important relationships and that's something I'm trying to bring my raving in to under, help understand that I need to give the people that are closest to me more of my time, less of my work. There we are. Uh, I do tend to do things for them rather than give them that emotional energy. And just be and present. Heart. Yeah, that heart space and be present. That's right. And and my way has always been to show people that I care is to do things for them. Yeah. And some people just don't need that. They need you to be present and to be present, present, as in be there, but not only just be there, but be there and have the energy and the time and the space to give of yourself, even if it's just a conversation yeah emotionally presence like really hearing them not i'm sitting with you but i've got my list in my mind of all the things we're going to do as soon as i finish this conversation that's That's not all right let's keep going we've talked about raven in a nutshell your raven is fascinated with oh my raven is fascinated with so many things um my raven well is very fascinated with the personas I mean, I, I 
have been into it since the day that we met quite some time ago. Mm. And my my raven is um, interested in spirituality in my own strength of character and how I can be a positive action for the universe rather than um, using that knowledge that I have and I know that I know um, sometimes with the personas that I've got above I have used it in an egocentrical sort of way and as a weapon and as a weapon against yourself and against yes others. and against others exactly whereas now hopefully I'm in adult more Yes, I'm. Yes. I'm wanting to bring through my raven and my knowledge to help the universe be a better place, or help my family to be the best that they can be, and bring out the best in their personas, rather than maybe push them or rub rub the talk down the board. <laughs> yeah, and and not pushing them to be what they're not. Yes, 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 so, and not have expectations. Yeah, that have can be a straitjacket, like expectations that don't match our soul selves, then force us to become, have our personality masks that really constrict the rest of our lives. So we don't want to do that for our kids, do we? No, no. And I'm putting in a lot of effort to try and not be like that. Yeah. but it, And it can be really, really hard. And that's the one thing I love about my Raven is that if I really am in my inner peace and I go within, I need to listen to my inner voice yeah. and I find m most of the time that if I can calm myself enough to listen to the inner voice, that is my knowledge there you and are. I will get my knowledge from that inner peace. But and if I run around like a mad woman with my peacock and lion beaver going crazy, my raven doesn't have... Um, the time or the space and that's that's my knowing and my learning now now at 50 is to actually give that raven the time and the space that it needs to redirect yeah yes to help keep that compass going in the right direction beautiful yeah. beautiful yes. thank you now we have the one lighter <laughs> persona archetype in your map in your dream in number five, and it's sparrow dream. What does a sparrow dream look like, Lisa? A sparrow dream is, um, well, this is when, well, I believe that sparrow has come to, is in my map. And these are the times when I have just let go of everything and been a crazy woman. Like <laughs> I just go nuts. Like I, I, throw everything out the bus and whatever's left, carry on and be, be unpredictable and be... Um, spontaneous? Yes, spontaneous, which is not something I normally do. I'm normally very, very directed and, and listed and, and programmed and this is where I'm going. But my sparrow, fortunately for me, my only light and sort of soft persona um, does occasionally come up and I throw everything out the bus and it's all about, okay, I'm not going to be predictable. I'm not going to do what everyone expects me to do. I'm just going to go in completely the opposite way. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what really spins 
people out because I'm yes. I'm normally not that person. No. So, so a, lot of, a lot of people, they're five, people are shocked to see their number five come out because we see the top three pretty easily in people. Number four can even shock people and we'll be surprised how important it is to us. Number five, people go, you're not that, Lisa. Katie, you're not that. And we go, actually, <laughs> yes, I am. And it really changes the balance of our maps. And it's a secret long-term dream that we have. And so what I'm hearing from your sparrow is you've been so goal-driven all your life and so work-driven. The sparrow dream is like, I want to have an adventure. I want to travel a lot lighter. I want to have experiences and joy and meet people and have spontaneity it's like it, your sparrow dream is the opposite of what your first 50 years were mm, absolutely absolutely and 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 I do that those sort of things like I'm was originally from the country when oh. I was a child and then I went full city I just wanted to live in an apartment with nothing and I traveled all the time and I was always um out I mean I never cooked I never there was no, no homing beacon at all. And when I told people I was moving to, well, not a country area, but a hills away from the city and to do all that, they said, yeah, five minutes, you won't cope. <laughs> and I've actually found it very rewarding, it, even though at the time, even I, I thought, my God, what am I doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think that was my sparrow that allowed me the time and space to do that. Um, again, I'm a being a lion, peacock, beaver. My my travelling has always been beautiful hotels, best <laughs> of the best. Um, and then I went round and um, travelled around Australia. How fantastic was that? In you know, with very little in and going to outback places where I found a real connection to spirit for my raven. And people were just blown away. That I, I bet in, they were. And I believe that was my sparrow that allowed me the energy and the space to enjoy those different environments. And I found it so rewarding and so fulfilling, which even I was surprised. <laughs> so let me jump in there and say what a nice segue that is. There's another reason why you loved that, because I certainly am not doing the Winnebago caravan around <laughs> Australia. I won't see you there, darling. Sorry, that's not where I'm going, because I don't have swan. So this is hot swan at home, and it is right. very grounding, and it's the opposite in values of a peacock lion, really interestingly enough. And as you've, as the sparrow imagination hinted that you'd love this and, and they could do together, and you honoured that hot swan and you did that, it would have grounded and, and got you connected to the spirituality of land and place and then that feeds your raven and feeds your sparrow. So that would have been a really healing thing to have done, Lisa. Absolutely. And it was, it was phenomenal and I couldn't believe how my connection to country, which I kind of thought I had because I was Australian, my family have been both sides, my mum and dad are both um from convict stock. Oh, wow. Interesting. Um, one coming out on a boat as a prisoner and the other side of the family coming out um, and being given lands, giving plots. So both sides of my family are deeply enrooted in WA. Mm. And I kind of thought that I was pretty connected to the country, you know, to, to my Australia. 
But it wasn't until I got to uh, Kakadu National Park and I did some of the walks and talks there that I felt this incredible growth within myself of my connection to country and mm -hmm. the respects that I have for um, our ancestors and our, our true Australians that um, have lived here forever um, and, and are the longest standing um, race in the in, in one of the longest standing races in the world. I mean, I've always been really, really interested in Egypt and pyramids and and that sort of knowledge and finding that 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 is not even half of the distance of time that people have been living here in Australia yeah. was an incredible journey for me that I I wasn't expecting and it was very 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 fulfilling for me isn't yeah. it wonderful how we've got these contradictory personas and yet in adult they help shape us to be these beautiful unique beings that we are and they've got a place and they help the others get into a better place like that helps your top three so much to have that hot swan yeah it does even though um my hot swan I believe now is bringing um, knowledge and awareness and fulfillment into my life. I think that my hot swan, when I exhaust all my personas above it, yes, can yes. be uh, uh, can actually come out in the worst and nastiest way and be be probably the person that I don't like either. <laughs> Yeah, we um, only have a bit of we only have a bit of six, but we can have a bit of a love hate relationship with our number six, Lisa. And uh, hot swan, when you've got beaver above it, you know, neither of which are feminine, and they're on your feminine side in your map. So hot swan in child, especially when you're exhausted, because it's he's he's an introvert, and you've got all these bloody extroverts on top, driving him crazy. So when he's overwhelmed and there's like too many people, too much. His default setting is I'm going to, I want to repel everyone, push them away. And so he can do it with work, with beaver above it, and can do it with just being really harsh and critical and mistrusting. So it will have been a journey for you just reading your map to surrender and let go of the armour of Hot Swan and let people at home really connect with the true Lisa. Mm, that's right. And until I've actually had my map, I probably didn't understand how difficult that armour removal was. Yeah. 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 Wow, this has been fabulous. So I, the combinations, this is why we call this series Potluck Personas, because we hear how different people are and they come from different places and how their different combinations of personas work. And, of course, they're not in compartments in our psyche. They're all melded together. But with our life map, new soul compass, we get an idea of, which persona archetypes are influencing which aspects of our lives. And it's just, it's so helpful, isn't it, Lisa, in getting us to avoid the same old patterns and mistakes that we've made and we can avoid them now? It's, it's been instrumental for me, Katie. It's been instrumental in me changing my life and feeling that since I've been doing my mapping, my fulfilment out of my life and understanding and appreciating you know, the flamboyant going out to beautiful restaurants to 
um, sitting on the beach alone and or with my family, just my husband and my son, how fulfilling that can be. Yeah. Or walking the dog. So all parts of you. I can hear, Lisa, that you love and embrace all the parts of you now. Yes. I believe I'm working towards it more and more every day. Brilliant. And just to finish, have you a little vision that you might like to share for us? We, the map is here and this language is here to help us answer who am I and we've been doing that here and it's what am I here for? Just a little couple of sentences about your vision for your life. My vision for my life is to give myself enough space to listen to my inner self, mm-hmm. to know because I do believe I have the knowing in the underneath, inside, I do have the knowing yes. of what is best for me and I need to listen to it yes. so that I can bring the fulfilment to my full, my full spectrum of my life with my, my family, um, my friends and myself, probably more so just to myself because I find when I fulfil all of my, and I listen more to my inner self, I've, I've got the knowledge. I just need to give myself the time and space to bring it to the forefront. Absolutely. Fantastic. Thank you, Lisa. It has been an utter pleasure to talk to you, my friend. It's been wonderful. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll have another persona <laughs> episode next time. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks to everyone who has listened to our potluck personas. If this has piqued your curiosity and you'd like to get an idea of your persona archetypes, we have a wonderful free quiz and lots of free resources at katieedentodd.com. So go there, find out what you might have, and you can go as little or as far as you like to discover who are you really. Enjoy. Enjoy.